After weeks of speculation, Steve Green has decided to join the Texas Tech staff under coach Mark Adams. I break down what it means for Tech to land the offensive genius that coached the South Plains for multiple years, winning three national championships and more on today's Locked On Texas Tech. Our Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to today's episode of Locked On Texas Tech. Thank you for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. I am Emery Lida. I'm going to solo today as Ryan's off. And today I'm going to be talking about Steve Green joining the Texas Tech coaching staff. But first, I just want to address one of the recent school shootings at ULDV in Texas at Robb Elementary School and the killing, tragic killing of 14 elementary school kids in addition to a teacher. I just want to say that it is one of the tra- tra- biggest tragedies that I've heard in recent memory. Really just awful. My heart goes out to all of the families that were involved in the shooting. It's really senseless and unacceptable that we still have this sort of violence in the country today. And especially with these this many young kids being killed. I mean, as someone that has been through the K-12 system and seen just some of the development that takes place, it's just so sad that these young kids are just getting started on their journey in life end up getting killed and especially even with the gunman being 18 years old still a full life ahead of him it's just it's a real tragedy and my heart goes out to everyone involved in this situation and hopefully things get better but in the meantime we have to do a podcast today we have to talk about steve green joining the texas tech coaching staff and at texas tech you just have to say that this is one of the best additions that they could have made to the staff as an as an assistant coach specifically focusing on focusing on offense because Anyone that knows Juco basketball, really just basketball in general, knows who Steve Green is. He is one of the most legendary junior college coaches of all time. You're talking about someone that has a 706 and 192 record in basketball coaching, including 552 and 152 at South Plains. Coached there for 21 seasons, made the NJCAA men's basketball tournament 12 times, and he managed to win it three times with a few other Final Four appearances as well. Those three national championships actually spanned across a decade where he won in 2008, 2012, and 2018 as well. So obviously, Steve Green is someone that a lot of folks in Lubbock will be familiar with. He's someone that's really grew South Plains Juco into one of the best Juco powerhouses in the nation when it comes to attracting talent every year. I mean, we've seen guys like Deshaun Corpru come through there. Obviously, Jordan Brangers was was a tech target. Obviously, you've seen quite a lot of success in the juco tournament and really what green brings to the table on looking at his historic background is just his recruiting and connections on the juco level is something that i think is going to be a benefit but in general all the way throughout the state of texas and in the southwest and even the west and west coast as well you always see has a lot of connections with coaches throughout the industry and that's something that is really going to pay dividends because another guy in the staff that has a lot of pedigree to him and it might not be the flashiest of names. You're not hiring guys that are going to be necessarily like elite level recruiters or guys that are known for being elite level recruiters on the AEU circuit. But you're getting guys that are proven winners at the college level that we've seen be known for their ability to really coach high level programs and do a really good job of it. And that's one of the things that really sticks out to me about Steve Green is when he went his time at South Plains, he was able to adapt his 
style over time. I mean, he started in 2000, obviously, and it took him a few years to really build and get the results. But obviously, he's had a lot of success over the years there, and he's had to do it with different systems. And most recently, in about 2017, he brought in an offensive system there that really resembled what the Golden State Warriors said. Coming up in my next segment, I'm going to talk about that. But just in general, talking about the flexibility he's shown, he's someone that can work with personnel. He's been able to work with a variety of different styles of teams, whether it be teams that have multiple big men or small ball lineups. That's something that Green does really well. And when you look at the modern age of college basketball, being able to have that level of flexibility is really important. And so for me, just looking at what Steve Green offers to the program, it is really, really important to bring him on because the offensive ability that he brings to the coach. We talked about Barry Perry a lot on this last offseason about what he could bring to the table. I think Green brings in a different offensive system, one that's, I would say, more modern in general, but just a really fun offensive system to play in. And we've seen the success at Southlands. By all accounts, the players there loved him. The people in the industry loved him. And when you have a coach that was able to win three national championships at his level, in addition to being a runner-up, he also went 36-0 and in 2012, which was just incredible, becoming only the sixth NJCAA national champion to never lose in, over the course of a season. So just a guy that has a lot of success, a lot of historical background at Plains. Obviously, he's had a lot of success in recent years too, just over the last few years. And so for him to be able to come to Texas Tech, obviously the connection with Mark Adams there, they've been friends for a while, obviously, both coming up through the JUCO ranks and both having a lot of success at the JUCO level. If you recall back, Mark Adams won a national championship at Howard College as well so it's something that they're definitely used to and then just looking back before them i mean he you look at the howard connection as well as that's where actually steve green began his college career and so that's one of the biggest things is just the connection he has with mark adams things go a long way you've got a staff now that is complete you've got a staff that's full of guys that have that level of coaching background and now you have a balance because you have got you have guys like al pinkins on the staff that have shown the ability to recruit at a high level and had a lot of success at a school like Florida and Corey Williams obviously has done really good things on the recruiting trail. And then you bring in Steve Green, one of the best offensive minds in the nation, which I'm going to talk about on my next segment. But first, I have a message from Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find out all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, major league scores, fights, and even next season's NFL and college football future odds. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest sports stories of the day was instant reactions, big game and recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Audacity app. YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast and see whatever is going on in sports today. And I'm recording this before the Mavs and Warriors game, but I'm sincerely hoping the Mavs don't get swept because otherwise that would be rough. Speaking from experience as a Blazers fan that lost to the 2019 Golden State Warriors in a four-game series, and I mentioned the Warriors because... If you're looking at what Steve Green does offensively and you want to take a look at possibly a team that really just highlights how good that could be, you have to look at the Golden State Warriors. 
And I want to preface this by saying there is a lot of differences in that. And obviously running that system at the NBA level is a lot different than running at the college level. It requires a lot of talent and sit and a lot of pieces that need to be there for it to be working working really well. And also, I will say that just looking at some of the tape at South Plains, Steve Green utilizes maybe a little bit of a different strategy when it comes to that system than what the Warriors do. And having Draymond Green on the court for the Warriors plays a big part. But pretty much the system that Steve Green runs relies a lot on a four-out, one-in concept. You're really trying to be positionless at every level from one to four. And to keep to keep things simple, a lot of what goes on with Steve Green on offense is similar to what goes on with Mark Adams' defense. And that means that you see a lot of versatility in the spots one through four within Steve Green's offense. You see switching. You see on defense what might be switching where you see what Mark Adams brings to the table. On Steve Green's side of things, that involves screen setting. You have guys all the way all the way through the lineup being capable of setting screens and either slipping or rolling from there. There's a ton of off-ball movement. You see guys that are fours are able to potentially handle the ball a little bit, and then guys that are ones are able to move off the ball well, set screens well, and really do all three levels of the basket or all three levels of offensive play. You can see them shoot, pass, or dribble. All everyone in the lineup except maybe the five men is capable of all three. And this is an interesting approach obviously in theory it's something that most basketball teams will want to see you want to have the most versatile lineup out there a lineup where you have multiple guys that can do everything but it's not something that we've seen in practice a lot in college basketball because we've seen like for instance last year at texas tech you had some of those limitations in certain lineups where you would have marcus santos live on the lineup of the five that couldn't really provide any sort of spacing value you would see the one and two with nadolmi and Malik Wilson kind of having some weaknesses there as well in the shooting standpoint. And you would see guards that or wings that maybe didn't have the ability to put the ball on the floor. And obviously this isn't going to be something that's going to be a right away fix. That's not as drastic as I think some people are going to make it out to be. But the general concept of Steve Green's offense is having as much flexibility when it comes to those players as possible. You want one guy to have control of the ball at one time and the other four players are all active and making the offense move. Sound like the motion offense? Well, sure, yeah, it might be a little bit. All offenses are inherently moved through motion. But at the end of the day, when you have an offense that has that much sort of development and versatility on it, it's something that's really valuable. And you look at the effects of it, it creates a system in which it's easy to play and you have a lot of player movement, which generates open threes. That's something that we saw a development from last year with the quality of looks at Texas Tech we're getting from beyond the arc being better than what we saw in 2021 under Chris Beard's motion offense system. I feel like that was one thing that Barrett Perry improved. Only difference is the shooters weren't quite there. But when you have guys like Demarion Williams and Jalen Tyson and Lamar Washington and Pop Pop Isaacs and Kevin O'Banner, all of those guys have the capability to shoot the ball well. And so for them to be able to shoot that well and have an open system to play, and I think it's really going to play into the strengths of the Steve Green offense. And it's not going to be an overnight thing. You're going to see some changes to what Steve Green runs compared to what he was able to run at South Plains. That's worth noting. South Plains, he could kind of run whatever he want. It was the Wild West when it comes to basketball schematics. You see that at the JUCO level. You see a lot of differing schemes. I would say it's probably a little bit of an extreme example of what tech will become. But the general principle is there. You're going to see a lot more screening at the one through four. You're going to see some unconventional ball handlers, whether that be a guy like Jalen Tyson taking on more ball handling, 
decisions or whether it be a guy like Pop Pop Isaacs playing more off the ball, you're going to see that development. So offensively, you have that level of development that Green brings to the table. And when you look at some of the guys that he's had in the system that force, and the one guy that I would say tech fans need to look at is ironically Jordan Branger. She's a guy that came there in about 2015 or 2016 played a year in the system, and if you watch his tape, he was able to basically do what a guy like Steph Curry would do. And obviously, it's very different players. Bringers is now playing some kind of pro-am ball, and Curry is obviously Steph Curry. But when you look at the impact they were able to have and the fact that what Green basically did was utilize Bringers as a guy that could play as a primary ball handler, they could come screaming off of screens, they could set screens and run a pick and pop as a six foot two guy. The options there are limitless. And so Steve Green really kind of utilized his player very well in that sense. Created a guy that's a really good shooter naturally and it allowed him the space to really operate well. So in general, the system is going to allow for hopefully better spacing. You're going to see guys one through four be able to be more versatile and possibly do quite a bit. I look at Jalen Tyson potentially as a guy that could force in that system. Kevin O'Banner, I think, is maybe the one dude that I'm a little bit concerned about when it comes to handling the ball. But certainly... When you have a, a lineup that naturally has the level of versatility that I feel like Texas Tech's lineup is going to have next year with really all guys one through three and maybe four being able to handle the ball effectively, that's a good good thing to have. And potentially you could add a little bit more to that, but certainly you have having guys like Lamar Washington or Jalen Tyson, certainly Demarion Williams, all of them being high-level off-ball shooters, it's going to be really good to have that in the system and be able to really free those guys up. And then one last thing about about Steve Green before we get into the final segment is just I wanted to mention that his ability to recruit might be a really underrated aspect because it's not going to get anyone flashy in the high school in the high school scene I don't think but at the same time you have the transfer portal being more important than ever for 1,200 players entering the portal this year obviously you have a lot a lot of talent there that goes under the radar and certainly a lot of guys at the low major level and mid major level and. Just looking at some of the coaches that Green has had the opportunity to connect with over the years. I mean, you name a coach in the state of Texas, they all respect what Steve Green does. I mean, you can remember back, even Chris Beard, when he was coach, obviously had a lot of good things to say. You've seen him have players that go to high major programs all the way across the country, all the way from Texas to Maine. So you've got that level of experience and that level of name recognition. And then you add in the coaching clinics that he's gone to. He's a guy that literally has implemented the offense and people have tried to replicate it at other programs. So certainly Steve Green's a guy that's very well respected in coaching circles and it might not have as big of an impact at the high school level, but certainly when you're looking at bringing in transfers, I think having Steve Green on on the staff and bringing in guys to tech is going to be a valuable asset to recruiting. But let's talk about, we are, we've already talked enough about recruiting over the last couple of months here on this podcast. Let's talk about the current team and how Steve Green can help out certain players But first, we have a message from some of our sponsors. Talking about what Steve Green can do to help this year's Texas Tech basketball program, and more specifically, the players that are going to be on it. And I feel like it's it's really important to start out with the guards because that's probably going to be where you see the biggest notable change offensively when it comes to how things are run. Look at a guy like Davion Harmon. He's run really his entire career as either a secondary ball handler or a primary ball handler that was kind of struggling with Oregon. And so for Harmon, it's really important that he doesn't have too much of a load as a primary ball handler. 
And I think Steve Green's system really allows that to be the case because he's not going to have to be on the ball at all times. There's opportunities for him to work off the ball to get himself into favorable situations, whether that be shooting the ball or just simply driving. And that's something that a lot of systems don't have. They have guys that rely a lot on pick and roll ball screens. And it's not that Harmon can't utilize himself as a primary ball handler, but certainly it's going to be difficult for him if he's having to have 25 to 30% usage. And I highly doubt Steve, Steve Green's offense makes up the case because Harmon's going to be able to move well off the ball. He's someone that's already played in a variety of roles offensively. That's something that's worth noting. He's at Oklahoma. He had to work off the ball to guys like Austin Reeves and then even a little bit of Elijah Harkless. So for that to be the case, he had to gain a lot of experience when it came to working well off the ball. He's also had experience with a stretch four, like like Kevin O'Banner and Brady Manick. I think that plays in as well. And so for Steve Green, having both of those guys at your disposal and O'Banner and Davion Harmon is going to be important. And O'Banner, in his sense, he returns to a system that I would say was similar to what he ran at Oral Roberts. If you look at what Oral Roberts was able to do in their 2020 to 2021 season, it had a lot of the same concepts to what Steve Green was able to was able to utilize at Southland. I mean, you had Paul Mills, obviously someone that has a lot of experience and someone that was running an offense that has a lot of spacing. And he's another guy that really came from, from a little bit of lower level, obviously 15 years of coaching at Baylor as an assistant, but he's someone that has, and talking about O'Banner, he's someone that has played in that system and flourished because you look at what he did at Oral Roberts, obviously shooting 46% from three, and you had guys like Max Asmus and a host of different bull handlers that utilized spacing very well. And so that's kind of the ideal look of what you're going to see from Steve Green and Texas Tech. It's just an offense that really relies a lot on spacing. O'Banner, the more space he has, the better he's as a player. The less he has to rely on himself to create more space. He's not really much of a dribbler, not much of a self-creator, but he can shoot the ball really well. On the inside, he can roll to the basketball. I think both of those are valuable traits to have in the Steve Green offense. So for O'Banner, I think that's going to be a really good addition for him and certainly allowing him to maximize his potential offensively beyond just being an offensive rebounder, which we did see some of last year. But certainly O'Banner is a guy that I think is going to be helped out by that. And then a couple more guys. I'm going to talk about Pop-Up Isaacs for a minute because I really do think if you're looking at what Pop-Up Isaacs can do, I think right now in the immediate it might not work out for him that well as a player just because he's not used to playing a ton off the ball but if you're looking at his potential whether it be in the nba a few years down the line or as a college player being able to move well off the ball and do a host of different things offensively it's going to be great for his game he has the playmaking ability to really play well obviously i mentioned the trey young comparison i drew some hate for it but I think that in their play styles are similar. And Trey Young is a guy that could really benefit from running this sort of open space offense that Steve Green utilized. And obviously we've seen some variation of it with Travis Link and the Hawks, but it hasn't really worked out that well for him because they brought, they brought in Nate McMillan, who's more of an old school traditional offensive guy. But anyways, Pop Isaacs is someone that if he can develop his off-ball ability more, opens up his game and really you saw that was the biggest development with guys like Steph Courier at the NBA level, someone like Anthony Simons these last few years. When you can add in that offensive element of being able to move really well off the ball and have that spacing gravity really helps you out. So for Pop Isaac, I really do think that having Steve Green as an assistant coach 
someone that can mentor him, someone that's been been with a lot of really skilled guards over the years and been able to coach them up at the JUCO level. I really do think that's going to be a big thing for Pop Isaacs. And then one more guy that I'm going to talk about here is Jalen Tyson, because I really do think that adding in Steve Green to this program is what Jalen Tyson needed. And we mentioned on one of our podcast episodes about Jalen Tyson that him being able to care or him being able to be a ball handler was going to be a real swing skill for him and his ability to create separation and drive to the basket well Steve Green's a coach that's going to allow him to do that he's going to have the opportunity as a three or a four to be able to drive the ball to have ball handling duties and also to be a screener at times and you add in all of those things and you also bring in his shot making and this is a really a system that is designed to give him the best opportunity to play effective offensive basketball because he has the ball handling that obviously we've talked about could be a really important skill set for him he has the shooting that we've seen on display on tape during his high school days he's also just got the in general versatility to play off the ball play as a screener or potentially play as a secondary ball handler so this is tyson's the exact type of player that you really want to see in this system and i'm excited to see what sort of offensive production it it allows him to have obviously him being an effective ball handling, being able to create separation off the dribble is going to be vital to his success this season. And if he doesn't, if he's not able to do that, then that's going to have a ceiling on him, regardless of how much Steve Green utilizes him in these different offensive capacities. But if he can do that and if he can shoot well, then this offense is going to be perfect for him to maximize his strengths. One other quick note, I also think that this allows you to do quite a bit of lineup versatility as well. You can do the two big lineup with O'Banner and AMAC, you can use Boucho in there as well. And then you can use possibly three guard lineups at times. You can run one more Washington Pop Isaacs and Davion Harmon, for example, all together to Marion Williams as well. Just because if you have those three guards, you can have, utilize them in different roles and different capacities. And it's just going to open up the offensive spacing a bit, open up the lineup versatility, and hopefully adding Steve Green will make Texas Tech basketball significantly better this year and moving forward. But anyways, Thank you for making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast. Rafael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look at into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and of course, big boards. Follow the Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at eraser 41 you can follow the official Locked On Texas Tech podcast at Locked On TTU. You can follow, find us wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube. And I will see you tomorrow where we will be talking possibly about football.